Welcome again to another edition of Mind of Magnus. I gotta thank George for uh, the uh, pretty kick butt uh, opening music again. I am uh, here and I want to thank everyone for tuning in to uh, this is WRFZ LP Rochester, RochesterFreeRadio.com. And my uh, guest tonight is going to be someone that I never had to say this before, but I want to say it now just because this uh, interview I've been looking forward to for a while. I like getting to know someone and getting to know new people, and I can only experience their life through the stories and how they deliver and how they explain things to me. This show, the radio show, is how I help push this along. I want people in Rochester to understand that the city is created by vastly different people, everyone with different walks of life, different ideas and theories. They may have been exposed to same information uh, that you have and have taken away different angles, different ideas. And um, that's why my guest tonight, I spent quite a bit of time uh, thinking about when to bring him on. I thought about it maybe for the, the, you know, 2017 kicking off that. But with the change of uh, crazy things happening in the world today and people not taking the time to chat with their fellow, fellow man and kind of getting a chance to listen to other sides of stories, I think now's the time to really, you know, bring... Uh, bring people that I would like to interview and, and see how their mind works. So as I tell everyone, my, my goal every day is to meet someone new and to learn something different every day. So I will kind of regurgitate the random facts I've learned here and there, but I want to take time in my days and, and this show specifically to um, allow Others' voices that you may not have heard before, uh, uh, theories you may not have heard before, or theories that you may have heard before and extrapolated by by someone who can kind of word it better than me or even translate it to me if I don't understand what it is. So the whole point of my show has always been to offer a Rochester experience in that person's voice. I cannot offer their their story. I can retell their story in that game of telephone we all love and hate. But I want to have an opportunity to bring someone on and share their life story, their theories, their ideas, there's the the spark that makes them them. And I have been fortunate to know my guests for years now, I, a, a interesting man that I've always enjoyed conversations with. So at, during this whole show, um, I, you guys are more than welcome to write in and I ask you to if you have any questions because I uh, my guest uh, name is Kevin Green tonight and he is a well-spoken man. Uh, a, a intelligent person and someone that will love a good conversation and to help enlighten others. That said, the uh, views of Kevin are not my own. And I, I'm proud of to say that I can have a conversation with someone I respect that does not have views that I have. And it does, the, the views that Kevin probably also are not the views of this station as well. So I want to say that I never do just say this, but I think this time and Kevin agrees, it's always good to kind of cover your butt sometimes. But the state, the show tonight is going to be a unique one. This one, I get a chance to play the role of a uh, the George Norrie of Coast to Coast to ask the uh, alternate you know theories and conspiracy ideas, but also a chance to be the radio reporter guy to get to know someone in Rochester and someone that can translate and, and tell their opinions, their ideas to an audience. So I get a chance to pick someone's brain today and uh, n- not just on a simple know how you doing sort of day but some general concepts that i think uh d- they differ vastly from my I, I know is to be true or what i've been told to be true so that said 
My guest today is Kevin Green, a Rochesterian, an awesome dude, a uh, creative thinker, uh, an awesome and interesting guy to follow on Instagram too. Uh, and uh, but without further ado, I want to get right into the conversation here. Uh, so, Kevin, I want to thank you for uh, joining me tonight. Well, thank you, John. I, I really appreciate being here. I uh, I look forward to this since we talked about it. And uh, as you, uh, that was a, that was a quite a, a glowing and great uh, uh, introduction. Thank you for that. I uh, I also enjoy talking about pretty much anything and nice. love meeting people. I know that's the reason we hit it off so well. Uh, we our mutual uh, connection came from. <laughs> I, excuse me. I also be coughing by the way. To those listening to the show tonight, I'm getting over a cold, so please excuse the coughs I have. But back to the topic at hand, I met with you over like drinks at my company parties and stuff, and I could have a conversation with you. And, That's right. And uh, I work with some, you know, there's some computer programmers that were not good at conversational, and and, and if they had information that differed from what uh, what they were told to believe, they usually kind of were not quick to have a conversation. You were a person, no matter what topic I'd bring up, you would generally have an interest in at least learning more about it. Even if you didn't believe me or whatever I was, mm-hmm. even if it's not something you really cared about, you'd actually ask a question. Oh, really? Why? Why? I think when we met, I said to you out loud that you have the gift of gab. Same to me <laughs> from that from that George Clooney movie, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Oh Brother, Where Out Thou. I do have the that gift, gift of gab. You know, I love talking. I love talking. It's one of the be- things I enjoy the most. I I love. Uh, it's I love radio so much. I I mean, like, and you're a music person too. You are very much about like audio and. Um, but you're a radio person too. You actually used yeah. to do radio a yeah. bit back in the day. Played in a band for more than 10, 15 years in, in this town, Rochester. And uh, I did a radio show at ITR for years years ago uh, uh, that uh, was uh, pretty well received. It was a strange like Saturday morning hour that I feel like 10 people were listening to. But, you know, it was, uh, <laughs> I had a good time. And, uh, and yeah, I definitely have a lot of opinions on things. I'm one of those people that's not afraid to put it out there and just say my opinion about something. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I will, as you already stated, I'm very, uh, one of the things I'm learning as I get older is that it's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody anymore. And I'm easing up on the my argumentative style of that's converse I, these days. You know? I've, uh, I realized that myself, the older I get now, um, that... Like, like even people that I don't share their opinions, but reason is like, it's your opinion. There's, there's no wrong mm-hmm. answer in my show. I tell people there's no wrong answer when you're on my show. It's your opinion. I, I have, may have a different opinion here and there, mm-hmm. but it is your words that you're using, your, your opinion. And they like said, the older I've got, the more I've realized that I don't have to convince you of my opinion. I know what I know. If mm-hmm. hopefully I, if, if you have questions, I can hopefully answer them to help along. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it strikes me as your sort of mind that way, like you. You know, especially in today's world where you find these days that we, we get in conversations with people and pretty much everybody is just the same, I read this article, you don't know this. I read this article, you don't know this. And it's like, you know, we all read articles and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, you probably didn't read the same 10 articles I read today, you know, and, uh, and I've come to this realization and, I, you know, I'm a big believer in this theory called the holographic universe these days that... Mm-hmm that really it's all just our own individual experience and that we collectively make the world somehow. But, uh, but the truth is, is, you know, I believe I live on a, a flat earth, for example. Nice. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that at some point. You probably believe that we live on a round earth and, hmm. you know, that's fine. In my mind now, both things can be real, you know, hmm. as strange oh, as I that gotcha, seems, gotcha. you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into these things. Oh, know? yeah. So <coughs> we'll start, we'll start coughing now, I guess. Um, <laughs> So, uh, actually, let's let's back up. Then I wanted to have people to know 
the the Kevin in front of me right now. Now, are you uh, your your backstory? What is the the origin story of Kevin here? Where are you from? What are you? My name's Kevin. I'm in my 40s. I've lived in Rochester, New York, my whole life. Uh, I have traveled America. I have, uh, or the U.S., I should say. Uh, I've traveled a, a, a little bit outside the U.S. I've been to a bunch of places around the world, which is nice. I've gotten a little bit of a bigger perspective on the world after I got to do that. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I think of myself as a free thinker. I think of myself as a digger and a researcher and a person that looks, you know, very hard into things. And a lot of people, I think, just throw in the towel on something when they, you know, I can't figure out if, if God exists. I can't figure out if aliens exist. And they just kind of, you know, read some things and then throw in the towel. I mm-hmm. am one of those insane brain people that really, really wants to know. Like, I'm coming to a point that, you know, it's becoming desperate in my mind to, like, find the truth on some of these issues that, uh, you know, a lot of people will tell you, you'll never find the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can live your whole life and you'll probably never know the answer to whether or not we're alone in the universe or, you know, if there's God or any of these big mm-hmm. questions. And so I just keep searching. That's part of the reason I am interested in conversing with people and learning. And I try my best to listen these days and, uh, you know, not just uh, club people with what I've read and what I know. And I am full of that stuff. If we keep going, you'll see uh, I am, a, you know, a, a walking encyclopedia these days of dates and events and things that have happened for the last, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, century that I've been paying attention to, you know. That's good to know. I mean, <laughs> it's good to be a person that has, you know, the understanding and, and uh, history behind stuff, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, uh, Rochesterian, and uh, now here's a question. This is actually a personal question, uh, first off. Uh, you, um, I think you were telling me, were you, were you adopted back in the day? I was an adopted human being, yes. Were, I uh, was adopted. My parents, uh, uh, I grew up in Brighton, New York, which is a little, you know, kind of rich suburb of Rochester. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, my parents adopted me, and uh, I have an older brother. He was adopted as well, and... Uh, and it's interesting to note that being adopted, you know, I was one of those people, I discovered that myself. My parents didn't tell me. And when I found out, I felt very lied to right away about now, how life. old were you when you found out? I think I was, you know, 12, 13 or something. Oh, wow. I was digging around my dad's files and I find my adoption papers. Oh, my literally. gosh. Wow. And uh, yeah, that's quite an experience. And I run to my older brother, you know, and I say, you know, and I tell him and I hope oh, he might even be listening right now. And uh, he you know, and he was like, yeah, I knew. And I was like, what? You know, and I, and I was completely, you know, offended that the, the world had kept a secret from me all these years. And, uh, you know, I think that has a strong effect on people. I think that's part of the reason that I feel a little different than most of society. I feel a little outside. I always have. Mm-hmm. I've always been a, a alternative, you know, a, a viewpoint a thinker, you know. That's amazing. Now, uh, uh, so you, you discovered and being you, I mean, like you said, you've already been a person that questions things and always looking for inf- information. You literally find your origin story is not what you know it was. You know, you and know. now did you ever think, do, you, do you know who your parents are? Do you? No, I, I, it's uh, this is an interesting thing. I, I, I went to start the process of looking into that a few times in my life. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, it's if you start down that road and this just might be my personal experience. I, you know, I'm sure there are resources out there that I don't know about, but I found that in my town where I tried to find out the answers on this you go to the hospital you know you call uh, uh, attorneys and people like this and and they uh it's it becomes it's the groups that or, that are in charge of adoption and the past of that type of thing are all religious-based organizations mm-hmm. it's almost like going to a, 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 a an aa meeting where they want you to come to a group first and talk and it's almost always there's some religious you know tie-in and they want you to go do this thing and 
I'm very turned off by that kind of thing. I'm not trying to join cults or religions or anything mm-hmm. to tell you the truth in my in my world. So, so I always dropped it, you know. And uh, but I will say I've had this dream that's reoccurred throughout my life where I'm walking down a very crowded street and I run into somebody and I look up and the face is my own except much older and. Wow, I'm like you know, this is my father, right? You know, mm-hmm. and so I, I think that's that's that there must be a reality to that, right? I, I've had that dream many times. Well, I guess it could be your brain. Now, how do you perceive dreams? We're, we're talking about interesting views before, and you're, you mentioned you like the holographic kind of concept of universe. Mm-hmm. Now, in your in your understanding, what makes Kevin tick? Do you what do you perceive dreams as? I think dreams are very powerful, very real, very uh, pertinent, and. Uh, uh, you know, telling, you know, uh, uh, to our future in a way. I, I think we're supposed to listen to our dreams. I think in that uh, unconscious state, uh, we're more tuned in with the sort of universal energies and mm-hmm. the past and the present, you know. And, uh, I, you know, it's funny, since we're talking about this, I actually literally read today there is a new, uh, uh, like, band you wear on your forehead that Google released today that's supposed to help you lucid dream. Did you see that today? Oh, no, I did not see this that. This is a new device they're about to sell that kicks you right into lucid dreaming. That's awesome. I, I, I love the concept of lucid dreaming. Maybe like, are you a lucid dreamer? I have done it uh, a handful of times in my life. I can't say I'm a, you know, some people can make themselves go mm-hmm. that. I know a bit of the technique to do that. It's I'm more just a lazy person that likes to sleep a lot. And so <laughs> we'll I call it research. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so I find that when I wake up, if I've had a, a heavy and a very, you know, strong emotional dream, you wake up and you're crying or you're like, you know, breathing heavy or something like that. I find that if you just lay there and keep your eyes closed, you'll often trip right back into that dream and then you'll realize you're dreaming. The way I tell people to do that is to look at any reading, like any street signs or books or anything that has words. If you look at words and then you can remember in your mind to look back at those words, they will have changed moments later because your brain can't keep track of all that information. Mm-hmm. And then you realize you're dreaming mm-hmm. and then you can do whatever you want. And that is a cathartic and awesome experience. So, so have you controlled, you've actually controlled the dream? I literally have controlled my dreams in the past and, uh, and, and you, you will never wake up as refreshed as when you've had a dream where you were unconsciously doing whatever you wanted, you mm-hmm. know, which is like a little terrifying too. I mean, I, I had a dream once where I was actually literally running over people, <laughs> like uh, the Blues Brothers in a mall. I was oh. blasting a car right through the mall, and I kept, you know, hitting people. And I, you know, I'm not a, I don't want to hurt anybody. I promise you. But uh, but when I woke up, I, you know, I knew that I was dreaming while I was doing it. I remember laughing maniacally in the dream, just because I knew it was all a dream. I knew it wasn't real, you know. And uh, uh, and when I woke up, I felt great, which. Does say a lot of weird things about me, I suppose. But, uh, <laughs> yes, but whatever, yeah. you know. I, 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 I uh, it's not usual. But usually, my lucid dreams are things like flying and you know, uh, traveling in Arctic regions and you know, things that things that are uh, very adventurous. You know. Oh, it's amazing. I, uh, I've only had, had done a handful of like lucid dreaming myself. But thing is, the moment I realize I'm dreaming, I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming, and I wake up. It's like it's the. I think mo- that happens to a lot. Yeah, of it's, people. it's right. literally the. I turn around. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm dreaming. Also, my brain's like, oh, if you're dreaming, you must be sleeping. Let's wake up now. And mm-hmm. in my uh, my years of of dreaming and being a guy who also likes to sleep yeah. uh, when it happens. I don't fall asleep often, but when I do, I love it a lot. The um, I've had a handful of dream, uh, like being lucid dreams, but the weirdest thing I've ever done for my dreams, my like dream power is that I will, when I realize I am dreaming, I have, <clears throat> how to describe it? If I the dream is going and a dream's not going the way I want it to go, I can control the the, mo- the the dream to start over again. That's all I can do. I can reset a dream, but the characters a, play the characters play out 
I can't control the characters. I just reset the scenario. Mm-hmm. And in the dreams, I've had that way that I'll be in one section of the dream. And I know in the dream before I was there in this one dream. But if I'm here, I need to be at that point. Well, I hit that mark. But the characters that exist still do their own thing. And the end result is never exactly how I, how I like uh-huh. it to be. What an interesting control, though, that you can like do a restart. Oh, yeah. That's and like, I, I'll, I'll come to a point yeah. and I'll do it sometimes. Uh, certain dreams will be like things are going really poorly, like being like pulled over by a cop, something weird. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I'll process it. And certain dreams I can restart to jump ahead of it. Other times I will literally be like, oh, this is a dream and wake up and be happy that I avoided that cop who wasn't really there. It was just in my like dreams. You almost were predictively programming the, the future. Yeah, you saw yeah. it coming, yeah. But I've had... Um, in my random weird lucid dream starts, I've actually had uh, one day we'll talk about it next after after the show. I'll talk about some fun lucid dream stuff too. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I had some. It, I would like to learn more about it. I've been trying to do it in the past two years, and they, they have like an audio file we listen to, and there's like a chime. Once you hear the chime, yep. you tra- train yourself to listen to the chime, then you know you must be dreaming. You hear that chime, yep, and yeah. yep, in your dream. Yeah. So far, yeah, that's kind of the same as my like look for numbers or, or mm-hmm. words tip is that you know i find that that really works especially street signs i mean in most dreams we're moving around and if you look at street signs in your dream and you can remember that it's hard it's esoteric trying to explain how to do that but you just sort of remember keep looking at signs and then it'll wake you right up into the in in the dream which is an interesting state to be in you know the um technically the uh the reason why that's actually very true because the where your the dreams what happens in your brain when you're dreaming doesn't access it. You can see it doesn't hit the pot where it's gonna be able to read. Like the, the ability to read is not right, in the active point. Yeah. Right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what the, like words and letters and those sort of things can't be done in a dream very well, supposedly. Like you right. can get a feeling for what the word sign is. You're reading something, your, right. your brain tells you what it is without actually it's a concept of what you're supposed yeah, you to do. You look up, you see Fluffy Bunny Way, you look back, and it's like Little Duck Way. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, something, you know. I, awesome. I like find that really uh, humorous and uh, enjoyable. I so, do love dreaming. I like to. I like to escape reality. I'm a big movie watcher. Mm-hmm. I like to not, you know, think about. I, real I think life you and I have similar escape. movie. Like y- your favorite movies. I was told this way back. Maybe they're still not the same thing. But you're like an Indiana Jones fan. I mean, I you? loved those movies. The, when the, I was the, kid. Those were my huge fan. Yeah, yeah. Huge. that's the reason I like uh, adventure so much. I, I'm definitely the. Me uh, too. Yeah. I definitely wanted to be Indiana Jones when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm even. I'm a. I'm a big fan of uh, a lot of. Uh, uh, current TV shows and stuff. I watch them all. I watch, you know, all the stuff, Game of Thrones and House of Cards and uh, uh, all the shows. And uh, 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 the, uh, uh, there's a show that's called Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, Always Sunny. Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty raw show, but it's very funny. And there's one where they do an Indiana Jones spoof. And it you know, just reminded me what a huge impact that had on generations of people like the whole show is about them trying to save a vase from some family that oh, owns a vase you know and they, and they go they're like it needs to be in a museum they keep yelling and it's just it's classic hilarity you know and uh, but it's very that the, the guys who write that show are so exactly my generationally tuned in they're mm. exactly like on that same movies and music and yeah, they were exposed to the, the, the exact things they need like same as you at the right point in their time that's, you yeah. know and as I get older, John, the more I'm, it, life is starting to really impress me in that really? everything is like that. Every moment, I am supposed to be here right now sitting with you. It just awesome. seems like that. It's just, I don't know how or why, but that is starting to crash, you know, wave on wave into me these days, more and more the, the like exact moment of everything that I was supposed to learn a tiny tidbit of information to help me six years later with something. You know, it's crazy. So do you, uh, do you believe you're, uh, like, Okay, how do you explain the feeling you have? Do you like you know you're on the right path? Do you feel like you're 
you know, like, do you feel like comfortable in the spot? Do you suddenly feel like you're standing in the right spot of a river? I mean, what's the sensation you get? You know, I know? like synchronicity and uh, the, that word and the concept. And uh, I, I'm a pretty go with the flow guy. I don't, I, I also, I already admitted I'm lazy and like to sleep. I also don't work that hard at anything. I expect <laughs> everything to come to me easily. And I know that is arrogant and insane, but... The truth is, is uh, you know, there's a there's a there's a store in Rochester called the Sound Source that uh, does uh, music stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, there's a guy over there named Rob that works there. He's, he's one of the owners, a great guy, and he said to me years ago, you know, when people bring me an amp, if I can't fix it in ten minutes, I don't take the job. Like if you can't do anything, if you can't figure out what's wrong with something in ten minutes, he's out of there. Hmm. And it's and, and and like I said before, as arrogant as the sounds, I'm now starting to see everything like that. Even science, even you know, the deepest technological thing if i can't grasp it in 10 minutes then it's garbage i'm, I'm throwing it away these days i like don't no but to... but there's some theories that probably take more than 10 minutes like like uh, there are there some disciplines that you realize that it takes it, it takes you more than 10 minutes but it's something a valid thing to study i mean yes i mean clearly and i and i uh like i said i'm a bit of an egotist i, I reckon i you know i have a i have a i have a you're self-aware yes yeah, so, you know i know i know i sound a little like crazed at times but like i mean a good example would be rocket scientry i mm-hmm. know nothing about rocket scientry i could not claim to be a rocket scientist but that doesn't mean i can't as a human on the earth observe rockets and tell you in 10 minutes whether or not i believe a rocket is doing what they're telling me a rocket is doing okay and what, a what is an example of that there, there seems to be a sense of backstory and, and a choice of rocket <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that's uh, you know we often use that expression i'm not a, a brain surgeon or a mm. rocket scientist but like i guess i guess what i'm saying is i've come to realize and this is this is a bold statement i've come to realize all my life i thought there were really smart people mm-hmm. i thought really smart people ran the world i thought really smart people ran you know, everything, the government and, you know, uh, space exploration and science and medical, uh, you know, industries. And one of the things I've come to realize now in my 40s is that it's not true, is that the people that tend to rise up in society and go to Ivy League schools and get the good jobs are those kids in high school that were total idiots, (laughs) that were rich kids, that just passed because they were rich kids and because they were connected and they moved on. And basically what I'm going, what I'm I'm headed for is all these people that we think are geniuses, they're just like you and I. They they might be a genius in rocket sciences, then they go home and can't figure out how to wash their clothes or can't figure out how to make a you know, a sandwich, you know, I mean, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Einstein would just grab the next set of clothes off his, uh, yeah, the, off his rack because the, the he reason his, mental thought into that, you yeah. know. Well, that's what, the reason he had a different painted door in his house. Like his wife, she, she, he would walk past the house all the time. So they painted the door, like look for the so red he, door, <laughs> or a blue door, wherever the alternate, yeah. yeah, the alternate brownstone door he was walking to, they had a different color just because. And so, the, and there's something to be said for, you know, I'm not denying Einstein's a genius and, 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 and that genius is often so tied up in its, Mm-hmm. Depth that you know it can't find its front door, but uh, but what I'm trying to say is I've realized that you know we think that there's these all these really smart people out there doing really smart things, and I've come to realize you know you and I and everyone I know are mm-hmm. just as smart as the rocket scientists, are mm-hmm. just as smart as the brain surgeons, as the lawyers, as the doctors. Like we're all the same. The garbage men are the same as the lawyers. It's they. It, it's just a matter of where you choose to put your time and life energy and all the people pretending that they know so much more than us are doing exactly that. They are pretending that they know. They're going in every day and putting on those clothes and acting that role they play. And you know how that is. You know, uh, uh, what's that expression? Uh, 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 
be the job you want. You know, like yeah, uh, be, dress for the job you want. Yeah, right? you know, yeah, yeah. be that person. And like you know, uh, most people show up to work the first day. They really have no idea what they're doing, but they just know they have to act like they know what they're doing, or they'll be exposed as this fake. We're all that. We're all that. Everybody, the president. So, so is uh, everyone faking it? Trump make, yeah. faking. It. I mean, look at that guy's face. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, not to get us off on a on a political rant, but you know, there's a good example of like you can look at pictures of Trump, and he clearly looks like he's a little overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially now he got in the door. He's like, oh, I didn't, I made it. I don't. Oh, not you know. Yeah. He's, he's the guy that he is. If you in high school, he probably been the guy ring for like political, like you know, the office of uh, the president. There, he should have done it then and realized, oh, you, you have to actually have to do work and actually do a lot of meetings, and you can't do the fun stuff. And yeah, and you better yeah. be good at, at dealing with people, gregarious and social, mm-hmm. and like you know, if you're a if you're a you know basically an ass that can't uh, yeah. uh, converse with somebody without becoming a. Uh, negative, you know, then, 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 what the heck are we doing in this country? Yeah, especially in today's <laughs> world, the, the I, I, the presidential person we have now is has to be the PR for us, has to be the face that I know it can can, can lie to us even when bad, times are bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like things will be okay. Yeah. You know, like we all know that our finance is this and this and this. But at least with Obama, he had a great way of kind of like, well, yep. he make you, he'll he make you feel like okay, it's not. I don't have to buy the the rope yet to go you know go in the garage yet. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of time is, is just appeasing the and helping the the government and the country, excuse me, the government, the country itself, calm the heck down for a bit. I agree. So I actually think the Potas job is is really just a, largely a puppet, and so that's his number one role. I think mm-hmm. in a way is to be America's face, the U.S. I should say, face of you know the world, and you know, and that's taken very seriously as you saw all the different country leaders voicing in on the election of uh, elect the president elect Trump. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, some people are very much worried, and some people didn't. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's it's all uh, it's all a charade. It's all a charade. I noticed you have a you, charade. You, yeah, charade, charade. Yeah, <laughs> depending on how fancy you want to be. Um, I, I noticed you have a distinction between United States and America when yeah, you say I keep, stuff. I keep doing that. Now, this is an example of I have a connection to the country of Costa Rica. I've been there uh, eight times, I think now, mm-hmm. and uh, it's my personal place to go on vacation it's not that expensive to leave from the u.s and go there and the reason i point this out is because when you go there they remind you that americans have this arrogance to call themselves americans all the time when there are just a country two other you know huge continents on top and bottom of us that are also americans yeah the the uh, western western hemisphere i guess yeah and that annoys foreign people i've quickly picked up on that they you know uh They'll say that, you know, everyone from the U.S. always says, you know, Ooh, I'm American. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, now the joke is is big on the Internet. We speak American and we're American. Yeah, you know, very, very much so. a thing, you know. Uh, but I'm, so I've been trying to correct that myself and say I am from the U.S., the United States, which, you know, is also a very contrary statement these mm-hmm. days, the United States. Actually, I found uh, friends of mine, when they travel, they have to say where you're from. Like, United States. We're in the United States. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. If they can't get the accent, they don't know. Like, well, you're not from Texas. I know you're not a Texan. I can tell the accent's different, you know. Yeah. But... You know, an interesting thing about people around the world is uh, in the U.S., everybody walks up to people that they meet, and the first question out of almost everybody's mouth is, what do you do? Mm-hmm. That's almost what everybody in the U.S. asks. Everywhere else to go in the world, they say, where are you from? It's the first thing they ask, where are you from? And it immediately is a much more open conversation mm-hmm. because people are very interested in, like, you know, oh, you're from this region. Let me hear about your life in this region. I'm from this region. Generally Whereas, interested in what's what coming from. What do you from. do is way more of a, I want to frame you in a, you're a doctor or a lawyer or a garbage man or, you know, whatever you oh, are. Yeah. And see you as just a, you know, a set of clothing and a set of look. Now, know? do you think that spawns from? Uh, I mean, like being any other country, you're you're much more apt to be traveling. America, I've ever made it how little Americans travel. I also travel. am. I uh, I mean, it was late. And I didn't start doing much traveling <laughs> until I was 
in my 30s, you know, and that's largely just a monetary thing in life. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree with that, you know, uh, it's that the, uh, uh, I'm going to screw this up right now, but a, a quote by uh, 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 Huckleberry Finn author. Uh, Mark Twain? Yeah, thank you, Mark Twain, about travel is, is, uh, is terrible for, you know, uh, racism. And, and uh, you know, he has this great quote. I'm, I'm terror murdering it right now. <laughs> Just do a Google search uh, and ask. Like Rick Steve it. says it at the end of every one of his travel shows. He says, oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, travel is... Uh, is uh, uh, fights off prejudice and fights off, and that's so true. Like when you go places and you see other people, you're just you know it just reminds you that people are different everywhere, and there's really no reason to judge human beings. It's like we're all different, and most of the way we feel and think is regional, is because we're born somewhere. You know, if you're if you're born in Syria, you're probably not a white Christian, and if you're mm-hmm. born in the Arkansas, you know, United States, you're probably not, a, you know, a, a dark-skinned Muslim person, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and, and there are both of those people in those different places, but you know what I mean? It's like uh, uh, people think there's only one way, and that's just ridiculous. There's, yeah, the, there's so many ways in, the, in, the, in, this, uh, yeah, exactly. in this world, you know. So, actually, I need to do the call signs. I get yelled at all the time. People are messaging me right yeah, now. Yeah, do your thing. <laughs> you listen to The Mind of Magnus here on WRFZ LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. Uh, my guest tonight is Kevin Green and uh, local Rochesterian. Um, uh, and we're just talking about just life. And uh, we have some other theories. People are actually messaging me, asking me, because we did uh, mention and tease at the beginning of the show um, about a uh, holographic universe and also a flat universe you mentioned, too. Uh, <laughs> I am now, this is a topic that I've been slightly nervous to breach just because <coughs> I do not, I, I have, I was, and I'm from the, the education department uh, that taught me that that sphere on the table, that there's a north end and the south end of a beach ball looking thing, and on there are some land masses and water. And that, 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 that's what I've been told. And this is, from what I, what, I've, what I think I've encountered, it seems to back me up, but you are a person that says that you are a flat earth, and you said your title was a flat earth elder? Is I that? call myself a flat earth elder these okay. days. Okay, flat earth elder. That's right. If you don't mind talk, talk, touching base on it, I mean, I know Not at all. So, Not at all. Because I generally have, I have questions on this, and I work with people that are flat earthers as well. So, I mean, is, is actually is that a term I can say flat earther? Is that like a yeah? Negative flat term? earther is the thing these days. I mean, it's a, a, a it's exploding across the internet, in my opinion. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of people getting on board, and there's a lot of people who are, it breeds this this topic brings out very emotional responses in people, and a lot of people get very angry very quickly when you talk about this, which is an interesting. Yeah. Point. Well, I mean, this is this is one of those beliefs that you, you're not. You were taught that you're is done with. Like the answer is like it's right. it's it's round. Right. We're moving on. Right. So what point did the? I mean, there's always the concept of a flat Earth back in you know right thousands of years ago. It was a thought of a flat Earth as well. Yep. Um, also being asked, we're going to have another question. We have a trivia question too. I got messaged again. No you know, problem, but man. After we get like this, bring well, it on. <laughs> um, actually, you know what we'll do? Let's let's pause for one second. Sure. Since people are actually messing me, the buzzing in the background here, people asking for the trivia question. Some people love my trivia questions. I guess my random factoids. You know I what I mean? Trivia questions. So, uh, the factoid for you, uh, John Jacob Bausch, the man who started Bausch and Lomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Rochesterian. Yep. Uh, originally born, I think, Germany, moved to Rochester, something else. But uh, uh, Bausch used this material to make his first frame for his spectacles. Now, I'll give you it's a multiple choice question. So I always help people out okay. a little bit of multiple choice. So John Jacob Bausch used this material to do his, um, uh, he used the material to make his first frame for his spectacles. Is it A, a bottle from the Genesee Brewery to create the, a lens uh, holding glass mount for the lenses itself? Mm-hmm. That's is, it. I know uh, that's going to be it. Okay. Yeah. Is, is it B, 
two lilac branches to make the frame. The no. bush, it is uh, the second part of this. I like that. The, the bush that came from is still on the business grounds today, over off up. Okay. Uh, C, a bit of rubber that he found in the streets, just came off some autom- automobile. Or is it D, Galapagos tortoise shell? And upon DNA testing recently, they found it's an unknown species that most likely went extinct because Bausch suggested it in his design notes. Wow. You know, it's interesting. I'm now inclined to believe it's the fourth one because my brain always assumes it's the most messed up and the most (laughs) like hidden in conspiracy and ruining of the the earth. There's a reason now to switch my answer to D. (laughs) To D. And now I always tell you, you have the whole show, the rest of the show till nine o'clock. You get to decide on at any point you can change your answer. And if people write in, as as always, if you get the right answer, the uh, winner is gets a some meatballs and beer. Oh, nice. Or at uh, Skylark with me, oh, or great cash place. value. Great if you, place. Yeah, if you don't want to hang around with me, I'll give you cash value <laughs> cash for it. Value. <laughs> yeah. So um, the uh, I'm inclined uh, to think it's A because I want to say that it's a Genesee Brewery. The Genesee Brewery glasses that that really rings. It okay. seemed like the right information to me, but the the conspiracist in me, of which I am definitely, yeah. thinks it's probably D. Since, the Galapagos uh, tortoiseshell. But like you know, did he get to the Galapagos Islands back then? I mean, let's. Well, the word tortoiseshell glasses. I mean, the term tortoiseshell yeah. spawns from from wearing yeah from a literally shell uh, like right. Uh, I was told, at least. I mean, it could be wrong. Yeah, no, but, I've seen that same theory, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. Now, we have till the end of the show. People can vote in. You can change your answer at any point in time. If someone votes in and tells I'm you. I'm going to stick with A. My answer a, is A. The, the bottle from the Genesee Brewery? bottles from the Genesee Brewery. Okay. So that's, that's I'm going A. With. So that's good. Now I, I, I'm firm <laughs> that B and C are garbage. Okay. B and C garbage. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. A and D. The a is possible runner-up. Um so that's awesome. Now I, I noticed, like you just said, you uh, the D struck your interest because you are a conspiracy theorist sort of guy. Right. You like now, uh, right? You uh, being a conspiracy theorist is definitely interesting now, thanks to the internet. You have yeah. resources at your, at your disposal. Right now. Um, are you a person that chats on boards? You are, where where do you get your information from for these? I'm an interesting person, John. I stayed off the internet, like like you were saying before when you when I met you, you. We're working in tech and uh, uh, and uh, with a lot of people I knew that also were tech people and mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I have never had you know a Facebook account I have never had uh, uh, I never joined uh, whatever all those sites you know uh, I'm about to make myself uh, I'm about to really out myself as how old I am I was about to say uh, MySpace I never had a MySpace account like I never had a <laughs> you didn't have the top eight spaces come yeah, on right? yeah, I'm not one of the four people with, <laughs> but. Uh, but so if something happens, uh, mm-hmm. about uh, uh, two years ago, I discover Instagram. And dun, Instagram dun, dun. works for me. That is the format that I had been waiting for my whole life. Picture on picture on picture with a bunch of words. And your Instagram handle for those who want to, can, can they follow you? Are you yes, all... you're welcome to join me or scope out my information at Spies Like Us. That's the name of my Instagram hand, handle. And it's misspelled, spelled S-P-Y-S, Spies Like Us. Nice. Not, not spelled the proper way. I, I, uh, you're a rebel. Yeah, I'm a rebel. <laughs> so, but when I found Instagram, I you know ducked to water. I instantly loved it. I mm-hmm. and and like most people, I was just a friendly guy putting put pictures of my life up and cookies I'm eating and you mm-hmm. know movies and thoughts and you know things like that. And then about a year ago, you know, I just start tripping all over the conspiracy stuff, which I've I've been into conspiracies for years. Uh, I'm a big 9/11 truther. If we come to that subject, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but you know something about this format of just picture on picture, and I I, I mean. I'm, the phone is sitting right next to me on this desk right now, and I have, I think, 3,300 screen grabs from the Internet in my phone. I'm, <laughs> I'm just sucking in information these days from the Internet and mostly conspiratist information. I just can't get enough of it. And uh, 
Do you have a favorite and, right now that's hitting you? Like, I mean, do you have, do you have a favorite? Like, a, is there a new conspiracy I need to know about? You can be the cutting well, edge. Well, interesting enough, I'm a flat earther, as we were just saying a minute ago, and that's relatively new. I mean, that's as in one year old. I mean, if you asked me one year ago, I would have even not thought that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have been, I would have laughed like most people and been like, you're a flat earther? What are you, crazy? You know, I would have just immediately wrote it off. And uh, that's about new to me for about nine months. It's only been on the internet for about, I think, about two years that's been running. But mm-hmm. uh, uh but I also, I mean, I have been behind the sort of New World Order, Illuminati, uh, 9-11, mm-hmm. uh, inside job stuff for 20 years. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a longtime believer that we're being lied to as hard as they can lie to us is mm. what I think. You know, I think, they're, I think they're chemtrailing us. I think they're killing us with GMOs. I think they're uh, putting fluoride in the water, which is killing us. I think they're trying to hurt the populace as hard as they can. Hmm. Now, and, uh, so you always had a belief that there is, you know, these evil, uh, like, nefarious plots. I, mean, not I evil, do but think nefar- that. I really do <laughs> think they're sitting behind closed doors going, ha, 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 and rubbing their hands together. I know it sounds, I, I people always, laugh that off, but I think they are. I always, with me, I, the older I get, like you were saying before, the older you get, you start kind of realizing that, you know, there's not some giant smart person, you know. I, the older I get, I, I keep stumbling across, to me, it seems like that there is a lot of idiots just going for their own thing. Right. And then just... A lot right. of idiots going for the same thing kind of gets a, a momentum going one way. Yeah. But so you hit Instagram. You uh, are showing pictures. This is my this is my sandwich I'm eating. This is a picture of my toys. Suddenly you see an image and flat earth comes up. Right. And like you said, you were a person that thought that a beach ball and the shape of the planet you're standing on is the same thing. Right. What what made you go? OK, that makes sense. You know, the number one thing is I watched a bunch of videos, like a lot of people who get into this subject that are on YouTube and, you know, places like that. And uh, uh, and the number one thing was water. Mm-hmm. Now, that sounds really silly and simple, but uh, water always finds its level. This is the number one argument of flat earth, as far okay. as I can tell, is that if you pour water under a table, it lays flat. If you fill up a cup with water, it becomes the top of the cup. If you mm-hmm. fill up a... Uh, uh, obtuse object with water it's going to go flat water always finds its level that's mm-hmm. a scientific fact of the world in fact it's well acknowledged yeah, water flows science, down. Yeah, yeah. the science community accepts that the toilets work that way because of it yeah. right 71% of this earth is water so the sea the surface level of the is water, right? sea level okay. on America's coast is the same as sea level on China's coast so tell me what is curving between those two is the ocean curving between America and China? Now, of course, you think it is, and your mind immediately pictures p- images from NASA and mm-hmm. space agencies of the yeah. Earth and the rolling ball. And what I would contend is it is not, in fact, curving. It is just so massively large that we can't see what we think. That's what they tell us. That you can't see the curvature because the Earth is so large. Yeah, we, we don't have a vantage point up to right. do it. But and, and, and the science says you have to go to sixty to 70,000 feet to see the curvature. And the only way you can do that is being an uh, air, uh, uh, air Force pilot or someone who can fly in the you know, spy planes up that high. Uh, general planes fly at 35,000 to 40,000 feet, and you cannot so you, so, see the so, curvature so, so, so of a dub, plane. So you double that is where they say— That's that, where they that, say that, you that, first start to see the curvature. You'll see 1% curvature at 60,000 feet. That's hmm. how big the Earth is, is the—at is the, is the, least that's what I found on the Internet as the science backs up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe that anymore because partially the second thing I did after I read a lot about the water thing was I went and watched every high altitude balloon video that is on YouTube. There mm-hmm. are tons of these. Tons of people have sent rockets up with cameras on them and recorded the uh, uh, the Earth. You know, sh- they generally shoot downwards because if you shoot up, you just get nothing but blackness. Mm-hmm. And 
and most of those will show curvature, but you have to keep in mind that most of them are a GoPro video camera that has a very curved fisheye lens, mm-hmm. and you have to correct that in your mind or put it in a computer and do it with a CAD program or something like that. But the truth is, there's like a recent. My favorite example is there was a recent. They fired up one called the Dog Cam. You can look this up on YouTube, and they got to 122,000 feet. And it's flat as far as you can see in both directions. The camera spins around slowly, and you can watch the sun floating above it. Hmm. And uh, you know, that's to me that was that sold me pretty, pretty, pretty well. I was like, this is a really high altitude camera, and there's a lot of people doing that. And I tend to trust. This is going to sound funny, but I tend to trust the amateurs, the people who are, you know, uh, college professors and and, uh, mm-hmm. and rocket enthusiasts. A lot of times, they're kids, and they build these rockets and they fire them up and. Uh, and I feel like uh, they're the only reputable uh, uh, info I can trust because I do not believe the agencies that are in charge of telling us. So, so you, do, you don't believe that NASA does not like, has been lying to you. So this us, is going to kill you. I'm, gonna, I'm about no, to. Please do. I, I, me, I need to have to understand how this works. Let me drop a truth bomb on you people. Okay, You're I, I, just I, not even going to believe. Satellites do not exist. So the it, ISS okay. does not exist, and man has never been to space. So what are the things? Boom. What are the things I see that I've been told are satellites in this? Like, I'm, legit questions. I, I'm I'm recoiling from the explosion right now. The truth bomb hit me. My 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 core is shuddering right now from the truth bomb that just hit me here. Now I when I look up in the heavens, I will see these little tiny dots zinging along through space. That's and, true. And someone told me, you know, those are satellites as a kid. And that's right. What I was told. We were told that all our lives. So do do you have do you know what are those? Do you, I mean, I believe that. That there are there are spy planes. Once it's called the U two spy plane that are flying mm-hmm. way higher than we can see. I believe that airlines. When you watch an airline take off a, a seven forty seven, and you watch it fly away, once it gets to even you know ten, fifteen, twenty thousand feet, you can't even see it anymore. All mm-hmm. you can see are those little lights flashing. So, or even reflection you know, off of the sun. Those, in my yeah. opinion, are planes. Mm-hmm. I also think that our government flies planes and projects holographic images on the sky. I know this sounds a little absurd. Keep going. That is what people are seeing when they think they see the ISS, for example. Like mm-hmm. people, you know, the, a, a lot of amateur telescope owners are taking yeah, they, they, photos or, you know, capturing the ISS flying in front of something. And they would be the first people to say, this guy's an idiot, you know, he doesn't know Yeah, because the picture, about. like, going across the supermoon, they had an ISS shot. I just is saw it? that. That was very yeah. impressive, actually. I've been kind of, like, poking at that. Like, how about a picture of this thing in front of the moon? And, yeah, yeah. you know, sure enough, they provided it, like, this month. And, uh... But again, I think they're just projecting that, and there's a. I, I would recommend everybody type in Project Bluebeam and look it up on the internet. It's a very interesting. Bluebeam is that like off the the Project Blue Book kind of spin? Yeah, from same the- type of thing. It's a. It's just holographic stuff projected onto the sky. Which now, describe. Do you have the information of how to describe what like when you're saying projecting a holographic? Is this like a photons and a light structure? Is this a tangible thing? Is just an image that I think it is. I think exactly <laughs> what you just said. I think they're using lasers, photons, and they're they're blasting. Uh, them into the sky, and it's reflecting off of the 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 barium aluminum nanoparticles that they're spraying, uh, a la chemtrails. Oh, I got you. So that's what the is that why chemtrails exist? So you can offer better screen about is just. I think one, that's the, one reason they're doing that. I, I think it creates a yeah, it creates basically like a a, a, a screen like you would have in your home the theater, theater that they can project across the world, and I. Nice. And I think there's even a big coming uh, event that they're prepping us for with that, personally. Wow, th- th- this is also a big coming event. So those who are listening right now, this is WRFZ, LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. This is Mind of Magnus. I'm chatting with Kevin Green, and uh, he's dropping some, dropping some truth bombs on us. And <laughs> he just uh, mentioned there is going to be uh, a, a, a big event. And, and 
So I, I just got a text from a mutual friend of ours okay. uh, that said, "I'm so woke now." <laughs> <laughs> Truth bombs. It happens. It my girlfriend. She just sent me a text saying, "I'm so woke now." She likes to make. I, you know, I would like to point out too, because I'm sure I'm making. If, if if you have listeners out there to listen to me, they're probably like, "This guy's an idiot." That's what most people, you know. I make people mad with these theories very quickly, and I'd like to point out that I have turned no one on to uh, turned no one my direction. No out one of, out of all my. I mean, I have I have a lot of friends and yeah. people I know, and not one person have I been able to sell now, now do what you, I believe. Do you know other truth? Do you know like flat earthers and and I do, and I I actually that's partially what has me so grounded in believing it's true is that I really believe a couple of people who stand by it. Do you know local ones? Do you know anyone anyone local? I now, you don't have to call any names out. I don't no, want to. No, you know. I do not. Well, in fact, like I was saying, every friend I have, I have a few that are teetering, and I can see that I crack their their shell a little bit about what they they previously believed about the world. But they definitely yeah. don't think that I'm on the right track with. Uh, and you're okay with you're okay being told like it's tough, John. I've had a really rough year. I've <laughs> I've, I've been arguing with people like crazy, and that's what I at the beginning of the show I was saying I'm trying to back off with mm-hmm. being argumentative. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm not trying to convince you that you know what I believe is what you have to believe uh, so I'm realizing that I gotta back off with my tone I'm a I'm an aggressive speaker I like I, I throw out a lot well, of you want to get your quickly. point understood you, you seem like a person that wants to have like, you have ideas and tangible concepts in your head you you take pride in understanding you want the person you're talking to to be in the same field as you they want yes. to translate like you want to be able to take this concept putting it into your head means that I've conveyed it in a way yep. that of, of power of straightforwardness and, and such uh, so I, I can understand that I'm a person too. I like you know when I was younger, I definitely wanted to, you have to understand where I'm coming from. Now it's like do you grasp what I'm saying. Yeah, dissect you know dissect it, digest it wherever you need to. Right, because um, you get passionate. It's easy to I get really passionate when I start mm-hmm. talking to people, and then I start just hitting you with info. Mm-hmm. And I've that's what I've learned to back off from. You know, I can't be such a you know spitting out dates and facts about this that and because it's like it's all just crap I read. It doesn't mean that it's mm-hmm. true. You know, and and uh, and if there's one thing I feel really firmly about these days, it's that. It seems like even our own government is admitting that everything is agendized, and you know all media is is from one standpoint. You know, mm-hmm. the six companies own all of our media companies these days. So very it's true. Like, you very know, true. So everything we believe is true is false, in my opinion, these days. Interesting. So you're a good source for the flat Earth stuff. Can I ask you some questions? Please. Like I, I, yeah. So and actually, these are questions that I've been asking people, and people have been messaging me in here. So I've been sort of collecting metrics. I've been on my phone I love a bunch. It. Yeah. So uh, first off, uh, so the Earth is flat. NASA has been let NASA and other uh, companies have been lying to us. Now NASA and whatever the equivalent of Chinese and German and Russian. All those groups, they're on the same boat. You mean the space agencies? Space basically? agencies, yes. All space agencies, they've been organized by someone to do, like, they, yes. they, they're, they're, there's rules that you can't go by. Like, same how, like, certain comic books, you can't have a character do this, this, and this. There you go. In the space agency, you can't say this, this, and this. You have to tell these things. It's interesting you used the term a minute ago, these space agencies being in the same boat, because a good example of what I'm talking about is literally every space agency uses the same one million gallon pool that is in Texas to practice spacewalks. Okay, they all do. The Russian agencies there, the the, uh, <laughs> the Chinese, the uh, the Euro agency, and NASA, and they all operate out of. I can't remember the name of the town. It's in Texas, mm-hmm. where they have a million gallon pool with a complete mock up of the ISS underwater, 
and mm-hmm. they, you can watch this on YouTube. You this clips galore of the stuff, and you can watch the astronauts training. And then mm-hmm. if your mind can just remove the water, a la CG, and put it in space background, you'll start to realize, right, these guys are claiming they're in space, but really there's air bubbles. There's little air bubbles and lots of space footage. Hmm. That's one of the biggest things that people who don't believe so in NASA would, the truth, So you can uh, see, like, the, so where they're floating in space, it's just a very th- clear, clear liquid with well-lit. I believe they're doing several things. They're, they film on a plane that does what's called a parabolic arch. Oh, like which, that, the vomit yeah, rocket? The or vomit like, rocket. You yeah. can fly up to the sky, and then when you bomb towards the Earth, you are weightless, and you only get about a minute of that before they have to pull the plane out of that dive. Mm-hmm. And that's why you'll notice if you go to the ISS and look at their clips... Nothing is more than 60 seconds generally where they're doing weightless float stuff and people are doing tricks like that. And that's because I believe they're actually just filming on a plane with CG backgrounds and you can actually catch wires a lot on their outfits. Or they're underwater when they're doing spacewalks. So what is the motivation for for the fake? That's what questions came in for me. That is the big one, John. That's the really big question. And that's the one I almost fear to... I know. I, I to get, to, the, to big, get to um, the bottom of. I mean, I, in a lot of ways, I usually immediately tell people this is on you to figure out. I like don't want to tell you what I believe in a sense because it's okay. just going to taint the information if I tell you what I believe about this. Now, I'll give you an answer. I'm just I'm <laughs> okay. Just, I'll tell you a good teaser if you don't. Want I was an just answer. prefacing it. You know, uh, this is heavy, man. This is like the this is this. You yeah, dropped the truth bomb. If, if I, I haven't here. lost you people already, I'm going to lose you right now. My phone's been buzzing up. I got a lot of questions coming there in. There is so. a gigantic satanic deception to deceive us all about this planet and what we live on to keep us all in the dark so that we will just be followers and sheeple is the word they use on the internet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and I, I know that I just dropped the satanic word so right yeah, away, yeah. you know, you, you know I, I'm infuriating some people and other people are like, yeah, you know, but, but uh, I am not a religious person. I do not adhere to any religion, but I do believe in God mm-hmm. and I think that God made man, and I think God made the earth for man, mm-hmm. and I think they want to hide that truth from us. It's that simple. I'm not trying to tell you what God's like or who, who you know, gotcha. I'm not saying just he's a, a white a, old man. I'm yeah. just saying he's, <laughs> you know, and maybe not even a he, you know, if anything, woman is God. She's the one that creates life. I know I can't do it. So, mm-hmm. uh, so but like, you know, I think that's part of this huge deception they want us to fall into, and, and, I, and I know that's a big leaf for people to swallow and, and how that ties to NASA and space is a, is a tough one for people. But if, if, if I have time, I'll, I'll continue and expound on that. Well, well let's back up then. So yes. now we know at the end, end goal, like the end powers that be. Can you describe the, okay, so the Earth, is the Earth the same as the, okay, the Earth exists, there's a sun and a moon that I can see. Yep. Those things, a flat Earth, do they, it goes to go. I see it from one direction and it sets the other direction. The next day it comes up in the direction. At the exact same place every yeah. day. Well, with it the, moves with, in yeah. three concentric circles around the Earth, in my opinion. Oh, so there's zones. And, and yep. So those. Tropic of Cancer. So, so, the, so those three zones, is that why you can have opposite weather? Um, yes. So, so okay. Say, no, you're no. gonna love this. Let me, let me, let me please tell me. me. This is great. Okay, I'm... here's what I think, and this is this is this is a lot of the, the, the flat earthers believe this. I think the sun and the moon are much closer than they tell us. I think they're about three thousand five hundred miles away. I know that's crazy sounding. Three thousand. Yep. Miles. They're away. just up over our atmosphere. They're not even far away at all, in my opinion. Okay. And part of the reason I believe that is the aforementioned high altitude balloon videos you can watch, they capture the sun and the moon up there, right? When they get out of the, mm-hmm. you know, uh, weather patterns and, and uh, uh, things like that. And uh, so what I'm trying to say is I think the sun is a lot 
closer and in that respect actually a lot weaker than we think of it. We, you know, we're told the sun is 93 million miles away and it should be mentioned that that is one astrophysicist's number. Uh, I think Gould is the one that came up with that. But there's actually, you know, the new stuff is saying it's 110 million miles away and mm-hmm. the, some of the old people thought it was 35 million. Newton, the one we consider that gave us gravity, said, I'm not even kidding, this is Newton's quote about the sun, it matters not whether it is 45 million or 54 million miles away. Hmm. He literally said that. That's that's the guy we run on the gravity theory on. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't believe in gravity. I was actually a question. I don't. I don't have time to get to it. But gravity is another big There's question. There's so many things to cover. In this. So, so yeah. I, I'm looking at a flat Earth. Yes. We're on this top side. Is there a bottom side to it? Well, there's the question. I, I don't, and I should be very clear. I don't claim to have all the answers, and I don't. Do, do, do flat Earths have a theory? I mean, is like, so if if I. I walk. The center of uh, the flat Earth is the North Pole. In your, in your the dead center is the North, is the North Pole. Pole. Polaris, the star that's right above it, hasn't moved in three thousand years. Okay, and we have it. I knew it was. It drifted a little bit because Egyptians had those tw- twin right. stars, right? They right. go around. So uh, I said, no. Actually, I have to ask that question again. People are asking me what our question was. If you had, for yeah, I'm sorry. It's, this no, is very difficult. There's oh no, a no, lot this of is information, and I know that I start saying something, and then I kind of go off on oh, a tangent. I'm and all I didn't about even tangents. Finish. Yeah, we're telling you what I thought about the the shape of the Earth and the way the sun and the moon works, but it's so fine. so you, you don't believe in, in in gravity. So in the, in your flat Earth theory, if if I walk, so I'm walking. Does the edge of the flat Earth is it like Antarctica? Is that the so, yes? That's exactly it. And and the number one thing that people who think flat Earthers are just idiots generally say is, why don't you go walk off the Earth or fall off the Earth? You cannot fall off the Earth, people. That's I'm I'm not saying that. I believe we are encircled by the Antarctic ice wall, which you can type into Google the words ice wall and mm-hmm. look at the thousands of images of this. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes around the entire flat Earth extended plane, which is what I believe we live on. This is the other interesting point of flat Earth. I believe the Earth is round, but I think it's flat. And the point is, so if you get in a boat, and you go left or east, mm-hmm. for example, you're just going to come back around in a circle to the same spot you were in the oceans. I guess on a and flat disc pressed down, the spherical shape becomes uh, a big U shape, I guess. You know? So, so that, that's how I can take off a plane, fly left, and eventually fly... Come right back, back around to where you were. And that's, for example, and that's, that's, that's how magnets work. I mean, magnets point towards magnetic north, no matter where you are, as long as you're on the top hemisphere of the Earth. Yeah, so what happens? Yeah, what happens? You when go, you go below the, the most uh, uh, magnets. Actually, or, I'm sorry, uh, 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 compasses start freaking out when you get below the equator. When you get into the southern mm-hmm. hemisphere, they say of the Earth, uh, and I think that's because the Earth is actually flat, and a magnet can no longer function properly when it gets so far away, and it starts to freak out when it, you know, there's no, it doesn't point at south; it only mm-hmm. points at north. So if you get in your boat and you're pointing at north, and you go. East, for example, it's just going to keep pointing it north as you go around all of the continents. I got you. you from know? that point, from that perspective, I guess that works. Uh, yeah, now, I know. It's so, a what, what happens with the stars? Like, so if, this is where this gets really interesting. Okay, so the star. Like, okay, be, people are messing me. I'll <laughs> ask that question again. I'm going to ask the uh, the trivia question first. Actually, okay. one more time. So let's see if it, the uh, trivia question tonight was John Jacob Bausch, the man who started Bausch and Lomb. <laughs> Uh, used this material to make his first frames for his spectacles. It was the question, the first one, A, a bottle from the Genesee Brewery to create lens-holding glass mounts for the lenses. B, two lilac branches to make the frame that Bush is still found on the business grounds today. Is it C, a bit of rubber that he found in the streets that came from an automobile? Or D, a Galapagos tortoise shell and upon DNA testing is now is found out to be an unknown species that most likely went extinct because Bausch suggested this specific species for his design notes. So, 
A, B, C, or D. I'm gonna uh, stick with A on that. Stick with A on that yeah, one. Okay, so we still got some more. A couple minutes left. We'll do it the last last bit. We'll get that out Upon there. Upon so. hearing that again, I now disseminated the information. The last part, as it occurred to me, there's no way. Way back in the day, Galapagos Galapagos species went extinct that fast after this discovery. So mm-hmm. that's I'm ruling that off because yeah. of that now. Actually, opinion. side note: uh, tortoises got uh, a lot of tortoises got became extinct because they're super tasty. Yeah, the, the, uh, soup. They were the, souping it up the, back in the, the day. The tortoise, they should put them on a boat. And yeah. uh, the, it took 150 years for a tortoise to get from there to England because they'd eat them before you get to it. Like, right. oh, crap. Because they store water really well and stuff like that. You know, an interesting so, side note on what you just said that I've been reading a little bit about is that apparently jellyfish and lobsters are immortal. Oh, they, yeah, certainly. Do ones that, not die. The only thing that kills them is really man. Well, I think uh, they lobster, I, I found that was, I did some research on that. Well, lobsters age long, but they do have a life cycle. There are certain jellyfish that can, like the Medusa, not Medusa. Uh, just keep going. They, going? Yeah, they, well, they, they revert back to a earlier state. Like they go juvenile Who and knew? then just go, yeah, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? The world we live in these days, incredible. Incredible. Uh, so, um, but I, we're actually coming up in the, in the hour. I, I had a blast chatting with you, and an hour flew by pretty quick. Wow, that was really fast, huh? Yeah, it's always amazing. I'll have to come, have you come back, because I have about 40 people that message me asking me questions tonight about various things. I would love things. to come back. So uh, maybe you come back at first part of the year. We'll come back, come back I, on January. Yeah, I'll be back. You bet. Awesome, awesome. Bet. Uh, so I'm going to ask everyone to send their questions back in again. I'll put a list together on here. Um, but thanks for being on here. I know an hour flies better if you're pretty quick. You bet. And, Thank and, you. Uh, um, but... In, in your grand scheme of, of Rochester, I was like to end with sort of things. Uh, yeah. uh, what's your uh, what's your hope for the future? Are you uh, hoping that are you hoping I'm, that the flat Earth people the people the truth comes out? Is that your hope? That, you it's, know, it's funny you ask me that. I, I'm on the fence these days. I, I it's like I realize that what I'm saying is 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 goes contrary to what most people believe and is very difficult to swallow. And uh, and I'm starting to see that. I don't. I want the world to keep going. I like to drive my car and drink Coca Cola and mm-hmm. go to the movies and you know I like being a United States citizen and all that type of thing and I want that to continue. Mm-hmm. So I am not trying to shatter the glass ceiling, as Hillary Clinton kept saying. <laughs> I do not want to break down the system, but I, I I also can't get over when I find something to be phony. I like feel like I have to tell what I think is the truth. That's I'm a good. very truthful person. I think. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> truth bombs, people. Truth bombs. Oh, truth bombs it was. So uh, I got to thanks for being on here. If uh, you're listening to WRFZ LP Rochester, this is Mind of Magnus. And uh, my guest tonight is uh, Kevin Green. You can follow his Instagram feeds. And he's going to post post some more of your stuff tonight, by the way, Instagram. Uh, spies like us. Uh, spies, S-P-Y-S, that's like right. us. Uh, follow him up. Uh, and if you have any questions, can they can they make some comments on your photos? Will you follow up? Oh, yeah, definitely. Please just try to be kind. People. Oh, yeah. That's what I ask all my guests. Every time I like you, you have been on my guest on the show, treat him kindly. You know, I want to have you back on. I, I appreciate having these conversations on here. Thank you. For um, me. So the uh, the answer to your question, we had uh, let's see if this changes your opinion. We had one person. Uh, Craig says he said a. He thought there was a bottle. He was agreeing with you there. Okay. Uh, we had another, uh, an Ellie wrote in saying if he had, she thought it was D because, gosh darn it, we killed too many things. That's where her statement was. That's, uh, uh, and your, your final, you've, now you know that two people have had A and D. Does this change your answer at all? I'm going to stick with A because I think the fact that those things went extinct so early seemed a little like too quick for me. Mm. So I'm going to stick with A. So uh, the final final answer: What did J- uh, John Bausch use to make his first material for his frames? A piece of rubber he found on the road. Oh, come <laughs> That's on! That's <laughs> so unexpected. The reason I chose this because it was the most pointless thing anything else. So I had to think of what would make a conspiracy person. You know, think. it's a good example of you know you can you can twist the, and go for what you think is the the the, the science behind. 
knowing what you're mm-hmm. thinking. And there you go. It's just a piece of rubber on the road. People. There you go. Well, thanks again for listening, folks. If you uh, want to have any questions, please feel free to write me in uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter or mindofmagnus at gmail.com. If you guys uh, have a couple bucks and you want to toss some uh, love our way for the uh, Roch Free Radio, we should have a Patreon account going on our website. So check out RochterFreeRadio.com and put a couple bucks through, uh, towards us. Keep the light on. Keep things going on. And it'll keep me going so we can have Kevin back on in January for the uh, conspiracies uh, again. So uh, okay, thanks again for listening. And uh, stay uh, stay on for uh, Dave to join in for uh, no format. And uh, thanks again. And uh, please uh, please feel free to message me. Send some more questions my way. And I will talk to you guys all uh, next week on my show. Take care, folks.